Hey gang, it's Rob from ITMSK.com, and my job is to help each and every one of you guys get certified. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about passing the AWS Cloud Practitioner in five days. So the AWS, AWS Cloud Practitioner is an awesome cert to start with if you have little to no experience with the cloud and don't really consider yourself technical, right? So I'm going to give you a full breakdown of how my students are passing um, actually in two days and how you could possibly pass in five days. Also, make sure you stick around until the end of the video. I'm going to give you the answers to the test. So what is Amazon Web Services? So when we think about AWS, you got to think about the cloud, basically somebody else's computer, right? And you got your data stored there. You may have your entire infrastructure there. Servers, everything, everything that you need for your organization may all be in the cloud hosted by uh, somebody else, right? So the cloud allows people and businesses the ability to have their data and services on demand. As long as they got an internet connection, they can get access to the things that they need access to. With so many companies, damn near every organization moving to the cloud and AWS specifically, it will be super smart and super beneficial for you to be well versed in the ins and outs in the basics of cloud computing, right? So the AWS itself, why take it, right? From what I've seen with my students, the AWS gives you a fundamental understanding of how Amazon Web Services actually works. So there's four pillars or four domains that you will learn and a bunch of sub objectives that you'll learn from those domains. So once you're certified, you have a good foundation in cloud concepts, services, and just general terminology when it comes to AWS, right? So the actual exam is broken down in four different parts. So you're going to learn cloud concepts. So pretty much the basics. You're going to learn security and compliance, so how to keep the cloud safe and regulated. Make sure that you're not breaking no laws and that you're within the guidelines and you're complying to those guidelines when it comes to working inside your organization, working with governments, so on and so forth. Making sure you're not breaking no laws. Next thing you're going to learn is just technology. Basically, what is the infrastructure that builds the AWS or AWS, right? What's actually all involved. Last but not least is billing and pricing, right? So this is super important because you need to know how much is it going to cost you? How much is it going to cost your organization? And then plan from that point, right? So you may not need a super duper plan. You may need something a little bit more lean. So you got to make sure that you keep all that stuff in account when you're looking at which plan to use for AWS. So who should actually take the cloud practitioner exam? Before we get into that, 
right? Do me a favor. Like this episode. Subscribe so you get notifications every time I upload an episode. By doing so, it allows more people to hear this and see this, which gives me the motivation to keep doing this shit. So from what I've seen, the AWS cloud practitioner can be beneficial for anybody and everybody in the organization. I'm talking about all the way from help desk to sales to HR. It's a really good starting point for people who just don't have cloud experience or aren't really well versed in the cloud, right? So let me know, actually, just so I can kind of see where we're at. Let me know in the comments of this episode or in your review of the episode, five stars, please. If you're in a technical or a non-technical role and why you specifically are taking AWS. Is it something I said in this video? Is it something that you found? Why did you take AWS or why are you interested in taking AWS? Let me know. One thing that you have to really think about is by learning the cloud, right? You become an asset, a real asset to your organization. So, and not only your organization, because you may not be there, you know, for too long, but to yourself. So, for example, let's say Erica is in sales. You know, she would make her life a whole lot easier if she could answer some of the basic techie stuff that may come up during a sales call instead of having to, oh, let me put you on hold. Let me get somebody from the IT team to come help you, right? She can answer those basic questions and seem somewhat like a subject matter expert to the prospects that she's trying to sell um, the hard software to or whatever she's trying to sell to. Or let's talk about Jim um, and HR, right? Him having a better understanding of what potential hires should know when it comes to cloud would make his hiring process a lot easier. Because it's like, if I'm, if I'm in HR and I know more about AWS than this guy, we probably shouldn't hire him, right? So I just want to let you guys know about something fantastic. And that fantastic thing is the sponsor of this episode. The sponsor of this episode is the Zero to IT Hero program right? Where students transition from their current careers into a career in tech in as little as 90 days. If you want to gain the hottest IT certs that will land your job, click the link in the description to apply and enroll. I hope I see you in class. What can you actually expect on the exam? Let's talk about that, right? When you take the exam, you'll get 90 minutes to knock out 65 questions. Good thing is, you can get your score as soon as you finish. You don't have to wait, nothing. As soon as you finish, you're going to find out if you pass or if you suck right then or right there at the testing site or if you take it at home, you're going to find out right then if you pass or if you fail. Now, let's talk about what we came here for. Let's talk about how do you pass this damn thing in five days? So basically, you can pass in five days will you pass in five days that's completely up to you so this is what my students use to pass and i think if you use these same steps you have the same amount of success so the first thing that you need to do is download the, the aws cloud practitioner exam objectives it literally shows you 
all of the areas covered on the exam. Now, when taking the exam, you have to look at the different domains, the four domains that I mentioned earlier. Hopefully you were taking notes. Hopefully you've been paying attention. But those four domains have different weights, right? So you need to be hyper-focused on the areas that have the biggest amount of questions, right? So if it says one area has 25%, another area has 17%, you probably need to focus more on a 25% area because it's more likely that you're going to see some questions from that part of the exam on your exam, okay? So download those objectives. You can actually download those objectives by clicking the link in the description. Also, if you download those objectives, the second thing I would do is literally research and review every topic in each domain, right? So it's like, oh, damn, I got to do every uh, topic. I got to do uh, all this research. Yeah, if you want to pass this fucking thing, right? You got to do this. So I would say no less than two hours a day, right? So if the goal is we start Monday at 8 o'clock and we want to be taking the exam by Friday at 5 o'clock, you need to be doing at least two hours of studying and research every day, right? If you want to do this on your own, go through those objectives, try and research it, try and figure out what's going on, and then go from there. Now, the next thing I would do is make sure that I'm in some type of a structured program or I got a mentor, or I got someone in somewhere that I can go to to get some structured, direct guidance, something that I don't have to second guess, something I don't have to figure out, is this the right thing, so on and so forth. So a structured program like the Zero to IT Hero program, like I said, where students are actually passing this exam in only two days, it's going to allow you to have an organized method of retaining you know, all of the stuff that you learn, because it's literally hundreds of topics on this exam. Now, last but not least, after you do those three things, guess what you got to do? You got to go take the damn test, right? Make sure that you don't have, you know, paralysis by analysis. Make sure that you actually go take the test. That's the whole point of this. Whole point of this episode, whole point of you listening to it is for you to actually go take the exam and pass it, right? Now, I want to go through a few practice questions just so you kind of know what to expect, right? So I don't want you to think like, oh, this is probably some easy shit. This is some super beginner stuff. I don't have to study. I would never recommend taking any certification uh, without studying first. So I want to go through a few questions that I created uh, really quickly. And if you get these wrong, you definitely need to study. You know, you're not well versed enough in AWS. So just remember, if you are subscribed to the podcast or if you're a member on the YouTube channel and you want me to answer one of your questions directly, just make sure that you drop it in the comments. You got a question, you're not a member, no big deal. If you are watching this on YouTube, just click the join button. If you are watching it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or where you like to listen to your podcast, just click the subscribe button. So here's the first question. Listen up and listen well. When using Amazon Web Services, you're under a shared responsibility model. Which of the following is AWS responsible for under this model? Developing applications, securing program access, administration of a guest operating system, or maintaining physical hardware? 
So this one is pretty easy. You guys should have got it. It's maintaining physical hardware. Because like we said, the cloud is nothing more than having your shit on somebody else's shit, right? So they are responsible for maintaining the actual servers and things like that that you're using via Amazon Web Services. Okay? Hopefully you guys got that right. Next up, if you had a huge database, what AWS service will simplify migration of your database into AWS? Would you use AWS Migrate Plus, AWS DMS? Would you use EC2 or would you use Prime? Hopefully you guys picked AWS DMS, right? So this acronym would have gave you the answer. So DMS stands for Database Migration Service. So that's something that you could use to simplify migrating, migrating your database. Next up, if you were to create a virtual network using AWS, which of the following would you use? Amazon VPC, Amazon VTX, WebServe, or AWS TL? You would use Amazon VPC, which literally stands for Virtual Private Cloud, which would allow you to build that network that we talked about. Be sure to watch my last video that has some shortcuts on how to get into tech and how to pass a lot of the other most hottest industry certifications. Other than that, I'll see you in class.